Chair. <laughs> Yo, what's happening? What's happening? Welcome back once again. It's your boy Terrell Key, aka T Reezy. Got Miss Dunya Walls, Mr. Toby Johnson. You are here on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. If you have not liked the page, like the YouTube channel, subscribe, or click the bell, do so. Or if you want to just listen to us while you're doing other things throughout the day, check us out on Spotify or and Apple Podcasts and or wherever you get your podcast. Just go to YouTube or go to Google and just type in Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. We are on there. This is Band Sessions with the Boom. The boom. Toby done. Yeah, what it do? What's what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I need to put my pom pom back down. Hold on one second. This Winnie the Pooh back here. So he's my, he's like, like kind of, he's like my, my my company every time I do the show because I be needing somebody to have my back and he has my back. He's really support. more like Kenny the Pooh. Kenny the Pooh? Like, just, Kenny? <laughs> he's even more Kenny the Pooh than Winnie. He looks more of a Kenny? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. He's a more sport. <laughs> so check it out. We are back. Y'all see I'm sporting my Love the Boom Doc shirt. I like it. Check it out. Check out Doc. Love the Boom. Look at Doc. Like this. Doc is a character. That was designed by um, his daughter, actually. His daughter, Chris yeah. Liddell. Shout out to Chris Liddell. What up, she- Christy? Christy! <laughs> Yo, so we back, y'all. It's time for another show. They let us back again. Oh, How man. does that even work? Man, I'm excited. Cool. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to see y'all. Have y'all y'all been doing all right? Y'all had a good week so far? Good week. Good? good week. Yeah. Everything's great, baby. Hump day. Everything's great. Tomorrow. Hump day. Yeah, yeah, hump day. Hump day. All right, so check it out. We'll jump into it. So Toby usually has a question for us. I'm sure he has something. Uh, I mean, he always waits until, like, the, the show starts to ask the question. So, Toby, what do you have for us today, sir? Man, I ain't got. I I thought I had a question, but like I ain't got a question. I think I, I'm, I'm passing the ball to D because I want to be surprised today. Uh, okay, <laughs> done yet? Yeah. So, Toby, good. Toby don't okay. have a question. We don't want your question anyway. I want I want <laughs> done yet's <yeah>, question. <laughs> so, done yet? Yeah, you got a question? What's the question? Um. Toby has some good questions. Um, okay. Okay. You know, at a at a certain point, probably after your freshman year, right? In the fall, mm-hmm. on the way to the band hall, before you mm-hmm. went to the band hall, you might have had a little routine. You know, you might have went to Popeye's and got the breakfast. Or, yeah, that's one. I said breakfast. You might have gone to, you know, McDonald's and got you a Sasha biscuit. Or, you know what I mean? Or went to the calf and did this or that. Like, did y'all have any type of routines like before you go to the band hall? To report to report to report on game day. On game day. On game day. Did you have routine? Saturday or whatever the performance day was. Mm, routine. <laughs> I can. That is a good one. I can tell you what I did. Toby, you want to go? Or you want me to go? All right, I'll go, man. Go Kamisha ahead. Worthy 
<laughs> uh, Kamisha, WT, tenor drum. drum player. Like, okay. um, she used to bring me a Beanie Baby. <laughs> You know, you the Beanie Babies? I remember like, the little Beanie Babies. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I had no attachment to them, but the fact that she, I had, she, she would bring me a Beanie Baby every game before, you know, like, we, we decided to leave and everything. And, um, yeah, like, I, in the Popeye's Chicken Biscuit, that that was the thing, like, for, for um, that, I, that I wanted before the game my sophomore, <laughs> junior, senior year. Like, yeah, a beanie baby. I don't have any beanie babies anymore. I don't know where those things went. They they went to somebody else. But a beanie baby and a Popeye's chicken and biscuit with the with the with with the white gravy. That was my thing. Wow. Uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> that was. You learn something new every day. Every day. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's my turn, Danielle. Oh well. Go, yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so what I used to do on game day, um, the night before the game, um, either me or Mufasa would go to the store to get some Gatorade, or if somebody would be designated to go get Gatorade the night before, so we would put the Gatorade in the freezer the night before, and we would take it out the morning of. And by the time we got to the band hall, we were, of course, we would give the Gatorade to the um, to the band managers or whoever had the coolers, stick them in there, stick them in the coolers. So by the time we got to, uh, I think it was after halftime, the Gatorade would be super duper cold and it would have, it would have just melted just enough. It's got a little bit, a few little cubes of ice in it because, you know, they put it in the cooler. So the only thing that I remember doing, I remember the Gatorade was like, very important. The electrolytes were needed in our bodies. And I never really knew how important they were until I learned, hey, make sure y'all get some Gatorade because we're going to need them when we come off the field after we dance and play. So making sure the Gator, making sure I had the Gatorade, if, if I was the one that was getting Gatorade that particular Saturday or somebody else was in, in, in charge of getting the Gatorade, the Gatorade was important. The Gatorade was more important than the food. Because we needed that after the game, because we would be, we got there sweating like like a bull. So that was that was my that was my thing to get it right. Man, that's a good question. I forgot about that. I did not know it was a thing that we could utilize band managers like that. Just <laughs> because y'all were always in the WT room. I did not. Know but that. you know what though, if y'all had any band managers, there, there were rarely any percussion band managers. No. Uh, um. Or a percussion that became band managers, I would say. Yeah, yeah so if y'all had them, you probably would have like, known. <laughs> Danielle, what's your, what was yours? I know you got one. What was your routine? So if if I was if I was on camp, okay, so for freshman year, I would say um, it was definitely going to Walmart on Highway 18. And getting gallons of Gatorade. <laughs> gallons of Gatorade. I think we had to get eight of them. Um, that was freshman year. Then once, you know, I became Trump Funk and we started to have, we started to actually have breakfast at IHOP off Highway 18 before the game. 
So we would have like a Trump folk breakfast. Breakfast. What's a Trump? What's a Trump folk breakfast? I have me never. I haven't eaten. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I never knew that y'all did that. Yeah. Y'all did that every game. That. Um, we did it every game. We did it every home game. Um, I want to say my definitely my senior year, junior senior year. Hmm. So y'all country ham. They got the chunks smothered, covered. Really a ham eater. Um, but smothered, covered. Back chunks. then, though, no, like like we always eating ham. No, don't know ham back then. Like you, I haven't eaten ham since. I haven't eaten pork since high school. Oh my god! Okay, okay. since before high school. So Toby, she got the the, the Texas. Um, what's the the beef? The no, yeah, the beef. The beef sandwich is like Texas toast or Texas road or something. Whatever the it's it's the. Hey, only, I have- Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about Waffle House. You're thinking Waffle House. Next. I'm thinking Waffle House. Sorry. I hop. I have had turkey um products. Yeah. And chicken. I'm bacon. sorry. My mind is Waffle House. I don't know why. That is terrible. Give <laughs> me. Okay then. Trump on with the bonding moment. I'm like, I, you know what? That's pretty good. Otherwise, but, we just did whatever we wanted. But what I, you know, I went to the calf. Okay. I love the calf. I miss the calf. The calf was ooh, that's a conversation. I, I, mean, I miss dinner at calf with watching 106 in part with everybody. Ah, mm. oh wow, yeah. oh <laughs> my gosh! That, but... You know what? We're gonna have to. You know what? That's a good one. 106 in part. That's gonna come up. We'll we'll come back. We'll double back to that. Mm. All right, y'all. So that was it. That was it. In the comment section, what is your routine before a game? What did you do? How did you get yourself pumped up? Put it in the comment section. So we're going to move forward, y'all. So we're going to go ahead. We have another special guest. And I don't want to introduce the guest. I'm not going to introduce the guest. Okay, this is none other than... We call him Hawaii. Hawaii? Five-o? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Um and and he can explain that story when he when he gets here. Um, uh, Kelvin Jones, Doctor Kelvin Jones. Ah. <laughs> hey. Trump Funk. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, we got another who that in the building. Just I just want to throw that out there. I mean the who that's oh, kind of been who that who that's can been have been taken over, but that's that's not important right now. Kelvin, what's up, baby? Man, doing good. How y'all doing? Great. Here, man. How's it going, Kelvin? Man, it was doing good. Actually, got me sitting here thinking, like, what was my game day routine? Like, I don't know if I had one. <laughs> What's your game day routine now? Oh, well, that's a little different now. Uh, now uh, I'm listening to some kind of music to kind of get me in the right state of mind, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the flavor of the week is. Um, I, I drink like a, a electrolyte drink. Not, it's part, mm-hmm. not quite an energy drink, but something a little different there. Um, cause sometimes our rehearsals are like at five in the morning and such. Um, and then just, you know, just get ready and just take, let the spirit move me as we go through different kind of games and different kind of weather and elements and all of that. Kelvin, nice. let, let everybody know what you're doing right now. Yeah. Like, cause we, we're talking about your game day routine. People don't know what your game day routine is. It's, it's very good. What, what game are we talking about? Well, 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 before we do that, let's talk about what you what you did in the sonic boom of the south okay yeah and then, and then what you doing now you know we're in a former life um, <laughs> but um i guess kind of going back back and it's kind of hit the whole 
crab name that Danielle mentioned earlier. So uh, I graduated high school from Hawaii, Kalaheo High School to be exact. Um, there's a funny story about that that I can come back to later. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, went to the Jackson State University, uh, Crab of 03, or my freshman year was 2003, uh, the PC police out there. Uh, but was there, you know, um, was in the trumpet section, more officially known as Trump Funk. Um, so met a lot of different people throughout there. I was section leader, head section leader. I was a music major, so I was in all the things. I was in brass quintet, uh, symphonic band, pep band, jazz band, orchestra. Just how my scholarship was kind of designated for there. Um, once I finished there, I graduated in 07, yeah, and then, um, Got my master's degree at LSU. Um, I taught high school in uh, St. Francisville, Louisiana, um, about 26 miles east of Baton Rouge. Went back to LSU for my doctorate degree. Uh, when I was finishing up, um, I guess they liked my freckled face, so they got, got, got a job there. And then from there, kind of worked my way up to where I am now, the director of the 325 Grammy-nominated Golden Band from Tigerland. Um, so where I am at now. So the references on regards to game days is like getting ready for an LSU game. At least it's how I interpret it um, from my times there. So a little quick story about me. So my crap name was like Hawaii Five O, and I kind of got it made because some of my um, crab brothers and sisters didn't quite have um, as easy of a. Um, a name, so I'm thankful that mine was just Hawaii and that was it. <laughs> right. Could have been worse. Could have been a whole lot worse. Or better, depending on how you could have been. It could have been a lot of things. <laughs> Hawaii you know, Five Long, was pretty. You no, know, Pippi Longstocking had freckles on her face, but that's not important. That's not important right now. I'm just thinking, you know, the freckles they paid off, got him a job. But anyway, okay. That's where Terrell would have went with it. I know. So <laughs> So the question Toby asked was, what is your, you said your routine now? You have the electrolyte drinks and, you know, then listen to music, of course. Um, so, and then we talked about where you came from. LSU is a core style band, correct? Yeah. Jackson State being a show style band. How was it transitioning from those two worlds? Were you had you already been familiar with the core style, or how was that transitioning from show style band to core style? Yeah, it's a little different. Well, it's it's how to explain this. Uh, it's it's more alike than you would think. It is different, and I say that because like I deal with students who are eighteen to twenty two who listen to almost the exact same music that I was listening to when I was eighteen to twenty two. I have my own opinions about the state of hip hop and rap now, but I think that's kind of showing my age more so than that. But these kids are telling me more stuff about the baby, little baby, um, whoever else's baby and all that stuff that I don't know about. So um, in that respect, the mindset is still like a, um, you know, a young adult, if you will. Um, the experiences that they may have gone through are slightly different than maybe the average person that I was in the boom with uh, were, but for the most part, 80% of the things, they were doing the same stuff that people were doing when I was in school there. Um, the styles themselves, like the uh, core style, like I went to high school when I was in Louisiana. My dad was in the military, so that's why we moved around a lot. Uh, the high school I was at my freshman year was a core style group, um, so I was familiar with the marching principles there. Uh, when I was in Hawaii, it wasn't really core. I don't know what we, we could say we did. We just played in the stands. 
Um, so all that, then obviously the boom is the boom. And then you get to LSU and it's just a different mindset. So just being around, that was different in an adjustment. But at the end of the day, you know, musicianship is musicianship. And I tell people this all the time. Some of the people I was around with when I was at Jackson State are still to this day some of the most just raw, talented people I've ever been around. Ricardo Emilian, Danielle Kemp, Duran Thigpen. I, I can go through the list of people where you can take them and put them anywhere in any ensemble and they would thrive. And, you know, I was around those people, the Adrian Mitchells. Heck, Danielle was a beast on the horn, too. So, you know, I was around these people all the time. So I never felt like my musicianship wasn't to par because I, I don't know, maybe that's just the boom or Trump funk mindset. Like, I, I feel I'm okay. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> That wasn't a challenge there. Understanding marching concepts is still eight to five. You know, those things still stay in play. The difference maybe so is, and this is something that my students still don't believe me to this day. Like, just a flip question around. If y'all had to give on average a day when y'all rehearsed and y'all were in the boom, what would you say? How many hours in one day on average on a normal week? Oh, wait, one day? One, one day. One day? I'll, I'll go ahead and say eight. Yeah, yeah, about eight, six to eight hours. Six to eight. Easy. Yeah. Easy, right? Yeah. So we yeah. rehearse. This, 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 goes, this goes back to your question about the transition stuff. We rehearse four days a week from 350 to 520. That's 90 minutes. Let me go over one minute, and there's going to be all kind of problems. People call. So 90 minutes, four days a week. And I tell students, like, on average, like, at least six. I, I would say on average, like six hours. That's that's, that's me being that's me being very conservative. Like you may have that Monday game. We ain't got a game on Saturday, so we get out like at ten o'clock, <laughs> you know. And then trumpet section. We had a sectional before rehearsal. We started at six. Sectional at five. If you're a freshman, you got a sectional at four. And then you have all this rehearsal, and then we have a sectional after rehearsal because had the jokers didn't show up the sections before rehearsal, you know. So it's like it's this crazy time frame that we would be in there, you know, easy six to midnight, uh, six to one in the morning, you know, on, at the dust bowl, shaking our shoulders, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> thinking back on stuff, I'm like, how inefficient our time was, but you know, it, it was a boom. But on the flip side, too. We're memorizing music, you know, there's different stands, tunes, different kind of standards with that. So, and you're keeping up with the things like now, their book is just stupid what they do now. Like, we can get away with just doing golden time of day under pressure, cold-hearted snake. Oh, <laughs> <Right. years. laughs> <So, laughs> now they get vilified for that stuff. But all I'm saying, we don't have those kind of demands for our students. Like, we, we can we use a flip folder, we can play, we can sneak a, a new tune every now and then, but it's more halftime show oriented. But there isn't that kind of demand. So that was a transition of how can we be effective in 90 minutes to get a product that we will all be proud of come Saturday? Because that definitely wasn't the case in my undergrad. Like, we would be out there freaking forever. <laughs> Ooh, 90 so, so minutes. Look, so, so how did – so let me ask you this, Kim, uh, just to kind of dig t deep into that time frame. Was that something that was like – already put in place by the university say, hey look dog have this time and this time and that's it like where where did that time come from because we would go to practice and we would be there until we're done like you don't just leave like how did how did that even come to play like the time frame yeah i'm assuming and, and this is most of my colleagues it's uh colleagues being like others 
predominantly white institutions and major universities. It's similar schedules like that, um, but it's, it's a class. And so like literally on the course catalog, Tiger Band, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 350-520. And in order to be in the marching band, you have to be enrolled and that time has to be free. Now we make some kind of exemptions. Like if you're a construction major, architecture major, and you're a junior or senior, there are certain classes you have to take. But even with that, we, we meet with the teachers and be like, all right, can they leave your class early to get here? Because the benefit we have is every student that's in the marching band also receives a thousand dollar stipend. So they get a scholarship, if you will, to be a part of the program. But it is a class. So the, the whole time structure, I, I guess, way before my time here, they figured out what was the best sweet spot for majority mm -hmm. of the majors. And then mm -hmm. it kind of fit from there. But we're guaranteed students there. And if they can't commit to that, then they just won't be in the program. Wow, that, that was that's that's different, but it, it, it makes sense. I remember um, I have uh, two of my nieces. They they uh, rival. I don't know if y'all consider a rival. They, they they're both at uh, Ole Miss, and and both we're in a band. Yeah. And, and, and when they were telling me like 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 no, yeah, we got two hours of practice. You know, an hour and thirty minutes. I was like, what? You know, it, it, yeah. it, just, it just shocked me because I was like, how do y'all get so much information in two <laughs> hours a day? You know, that 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 just it, it just shocked me that they could get so much done in two hours. Then like, yeah, we had six hours, you know, what I mean, I'm doing doing the sectionals at five and then everybody together at six and then we we, we playing at like 12 one o'clock in the morning you know warm up like, was just a like, warm -up what were we doing wrong what were we doing wrong you know and it's funny you say that because i remember i remember very vividly it was my junior year well i tell this story it is what it is so i remember being at rehearsal and at this time uh this is way before uh i got married so i, I had a friend i'll just say that and this friend worked at Ruby Tuesday. And I remember vividly, we're at rehearsal and we're doing it squad by squads. You know, four people do the whole freaking halftime show. And I remember people, on the, yeah, people in the back, you know, it is, you know, doing other stuff, but it's just not efficient. And I remember vividly, my friend who was working at Ruby Tuesday called me and said, why is your director, why, why are your directors here at Ruby Tuesday? That person was a waiter. And I was like, no way. And I look up and I just see the drum majors leading us do this squad by squad. And we had like 40 squads. So imagine you do a whole 10 minute show, squad one. All right, squad two, do the show. And she's telling me this. And it hit me. I was like, these jokers are at Ruby Tuesday. And we hear rehearsal going squad by squad. And so yeah. we do, we get to everybody in the squad, we to show up. So what do we do? Everybody run it. And then we do the whole show again and again. And anyway, so I remember that being a Wednesday. Thursday, <laughs> I had, um, I think it was uh, instrumental arranging with Dial Taylor. Uh, Dial Taylor, well, if you listen to this, you know who Dial Taylor is. He's a legend. Yeah. And so uh, I remember we were in there, and it's me, Roderick Little, who's now director of bands there. It's my crab brother, uh, Stephen Chalmers, like all the other music majors from this cohort. We were all just complaining, like, man, we got our rehearsal like at one in the morning, and it was just so inefficient. Just random, just venting. And I remember Dial Taylor at that moment said, everything y'all are saying, remember that. And when you get your own program, don't run it like that. And it just it's one of those things like it just stuck with me. And I remember, all right, if I ever get my own program, it would not be ran this way. Because I, I, I was sitting there thinking, like, how much time we're wasting? 
And then what really hit me was imagine if you're majoring in computer science or engineering, something that you know you need to take time to study. You're on the field watching this show four at a time. We taking two and a half hours. It just wasn't wasn't a smart use of time. So um, all I had to bring it back to is like, even when I'm here at this program, it's like, all right, how can we do things more succinct and efficient? And I love our directors. Like, I am a doc baby through and through. But there are a lot of times where the inmates ran the asylum, like the drum majors would run stuff or sexually just do it. It's just, I'm just thankful we had smart people running it because that could have went off the railroads like easy, right? Like, imagine if social media was around when we were in the band. Like, no. <laughs> no, no, like oh, that no. Say, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not the era that I'm in right now. You know what I mean? So it's like things could have been ran more efficiently, but it's like, man, we were just thankful to have just smart leaders around. And so we don't have time to do all that. You know, we have to here's a 10 minute warm up and let's maximize it. All right. From here, we're gonna spend 20 minutes on a halftime music show. All right. From there, you go 30 minutes to work on this halftime drill. All right, halftime, we're going to pregame. Which is something we do before the game starts. It's 20 minutes, then bam. All right, here go the announcement. See y'all tomorrow. So we, we have to be succinct and efficient with our time, mm -hmm. whether it's technology, whether it's using certain things that kind of streamline systems. Um, that I just learned I just how I didn't want a program to be ran with certain rehearsals that we had. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Man. Whoa. <laughs> so so you just so you dropped a whole bunch of stuff right there. And I'm thinking about the times that the hours and the moments that we've spent in rehearsal and the things that were going on, just going over and over and over and over and over again, like we could have been doing some other things, but that's my personal opinion, listening to you in your experience where you are right now. I've never even, I've never heard of a band rehearsal for, for 90 minutes. And then you go on about the rest of your life. No, what that mean? No, we here. We here for six hours. This, this what we. This, this our job for the rest of the evening, and then ten, eleven o'clock at night, then we'll go home. But so just listening to that. So that's you know that that's a that's a different side of the coin. That's a different side. That's a different uh, culture. That's a different culture to even think about to fathom how you can just okay. We're gonna maximize time. That's what our focus is. So. That's 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 something yeah. special right there, my girl. Oh brother. yeah, like I said, let me go over. Let me go a minute over. Oh, I'm hearing about it. That's why oh, I man. say it's different because it's like, and I, and I get we have a different generation, different type of students from when we were in a band. But like, another example here: how many times the week of you would find out when we were in the band? Oh, we got a battle of bands on this Sunday. Like we find out like that Wednesday, that Thursday, right? No, you know I mean? no, no. You giving you you being kind, man. Like that Saturday, we got yeah. we got we tomorrow. We don't even know. We go to the game on Saturday. Like, oh, this ain't going to Jackson. Why are we in Mobile, Alabama? <laughs> we just went this Yo, way. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. But it's like you know, but thinking about that. So like, and so on the flip side, and, and I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I'm just saying I'm just I'm just speaking facts, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Let me say, all right, in two weeks, I know you didn't plan for this, but here's this event going on. I'm going to hear about it. People are going to, you know, come up and express their issues. I got work. I got all these things, which are probably very valid. But I just think back on if Doc would have told me, all right, I found out we had this battle of bands in Birmingham, Alabama on Wednesday. I got to work. Am I going to go to Dr. Lewis Liddell and be like, hey, Doc, uh, you just told me this on Wednesday. You're not respecting my time. You know what I mean? I got an issue. Like, like some of y'all are laughing right now, right? It's like, no, you wouldn't like, even think twice. We, we, we didn't work. We didn't work. No, we didn't. 
We didn't, didn't work. work. Like because it was like it was it was understood like that. Days, you, you, you're gonna be don't, there, don't pop up. You got yeah, you even if you there. had other obligation, you wouldn't right. dare. I got I got a study group, you wouldn't dare be like, you know what, doc, you're not appreciating my time. You know, what I mean, you only gave mm -hmm. me a 72 hour notice about this event, like that, 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 that doesn't even compute in my head, yeah. But no. you know, we it's just the, the generation we're in right now, like I I get hit with so much stuff, and it's just like I don't I know, remember, some of the things to be thankful what you got, you know. Yeah, I remember my church because I, I was playing percussion for churches and and then they understood oh yeah he's in the boom it's gonna be some sundays that he's not gonna be here and it was just a uh it was just understood you yeah. know and and that's not the case right now so like who are you hearing from when you, you when you throw those mm. those left punches to your students as far as like oh we got this we got this who are you hearing from um oh from students yeah and, 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 and to be fair like, i get that like they have lives they got things yeah. they gotta do but yeah our students Mm -hmm. Um, I may hear that from at I won't say administration, but students may go through the chain of command, and express mm -hmm. concerns. So I hear that from like other people as well. Um, right. and it, but it's not like <laughs> hey, to use my own experiences, it ain't like it's the Wednesday. It, it ain't like it's the week of. Here's this thing that you mm -hmm. didn't know about. It'll be like a week or two, or right. something, with the exception of like certain events that like we just got to do. The president's office call, we got to figure it mm -hmm. out. Right. Um, but yeah, and it's like things that people have issues with. I'm like, I wouldn't even think twice to be like, you know what, Doc? You was at Ruby Tuesday when we was at rehearsal, and I feel like you wasted. I feel like you that was a you know that wasn't a good use of my time. I feel like you didn't care about my well being, Doc. No, like, no. I'm no. marching back and forth, and we didn't have a water break, Doc. We've no. been at rehearsal from nine to two. You crazy? And I didn't have any water, so therefore you don't care about my well being. Like you know. <laughs> Y'all are laughing, right? You know, it's like crazy. <laughs> I'm living it, dude. I, I feel it. I feel it. I'm living it. But it's like you, you got, you know. And again, I ain't saying what's right or wrong. It's just like this is the generation that we're in now. I, I really have to try to be cognizant and mindful of that. And, and I get like we're dealing with adults and people need certain things. And and I'm a person, so I want to tell you, I know mental health is real. Um, but it's just certain things that like I didn't have that privilege to kind of voice my opinion that way. Or if I did. I don't think that uh, it would have been like coming to America and be like, dang shame what happened to that dog. <laughs> yeah, he want to go talk to Doc. Mm-mm. Dang shame what happened to uh, Kelvin, Hawaii. That's <laughs> He's like that guy. <laughs> man. Well, you are, you are a trip, man. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's just real, though. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it was what it was. You, you got to figure it out. <clears throat> Oh my goodness. So Kelly, how did you get to Jackson State? How did you get there? I was five years old. Uh so I was born in Greenville, Mississippi. And it's one it's just one of those things I just remember like it was yesterday. I was five, Jackson State played Mississippi Valley State in Itta being the Mississippi or itty bitty, uh, to be itty very bitty. little. Um, but it's like around like Jerry Rice was playing and all that stuff. And so I remember being at that game and Jackson State played get ready, you know, iconic. But the part that stuck out to me, I didn't notice at the time, they played classical music for memory. And I was like, man, here's this group that can do this music, but then do that. And it's for memory. You know, it's like amazing. And at that moment, I was like, I'm going to go to school there. I'm in kindergarten. Like, what the heck do I know? <laughs> Later, I find out Jackson State plays Stars and Strikes Forever, which is a part of our warm up that lasted like forever and ever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but they just did that. And I just remember that vividly, like classical music and that and. I want to go there. And so just from that early age, I just always had Jack State on mind. So even when I went to Hawaii, 
Um, BT was showing like uh, Jackson State games and other HBCU games on Saturday. So the Southern Heritage Classic in Memphis and, you know, other big games or whatever. And then the Image Awards, Motown, like all the big things was like always, it just re-solidified me going there. And I lived in Baton Rouge the longest. I was in Baton Rouge from third grade to 10th grade. And it was always Southern's cool, but they ain't the boom. And so my godparents, the Southern alums, they all went to all the games. I had on the Airbrush Jackson State stuff back when Airbrush was like an art form. Like I was always just that guy. And then um, I came down, I believe it was a Capital City Classic Soul Bowl 2002. And um, I stayed on campus and I met Dr. Liddell. Uh, that's back when they had like the little flip. This way we ball. I can I can almost name that whole halftime show, but um, but I just remember that, and it was just like it just kind of again just to re-solidify. Like I'm going to school there, and then my senior year, um, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Jack State offered me the least amount of money, and at one point, because Samuel Griffin, who was at Alcorn, was calling me like once a month, and I'm like, this man must really like me because I'm pretty. This back we had to use like long distance. It wasn't like everything was free. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, this man is calling me once a month and all. So. Doc was just slow on the scholarship work. My grandfather reached out to Dr. Magruder. Then Magruder sent me like this scholarship package. They ended up working out to where yeah, I officially was going to go there. At first it was like, I'm just going to go to Jackson State. I'm going to pad a pocket. My mom was like, no, nah, baby, you're going to go to one of the other schools for free. You know, but I just always had in my mind, you know, I wanted to be in the boom from the age of five. So that's my long-winded way story of I just heard the boom, awesome, play Stars wow. and Stripes forever, and I was just hooked. That is awesome. <laughs> Stars so, and Stripes. So, that's crazy. Right. So you you so I don't think I've ever heard anybody speak on a march as a tune or a um a tune that drew them in. You know, so I, I so that's amazing that Stars and Stripes because there's some history in your upbringing that has that has had that has to have had Stars and Stripes on your mind. I think what it was, yeah, yeah. Well, let me back up. My grandfather was a musician. Um, he mm. played trombone, he's a high school band director. He played with Earth Wind and Fire. We sub for Earth Wind and Fire. He okay. played for uh with James Brown, uh Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles. And Come so on, I was yeah, I was around <laughs> that my whole life. But I honestly think what it was though, um, Terrell, was that I think it was seeing people that looked like me do music differently. You know, what I mean, mm. like it's easy to see the black band, you know, dancing or playing right. rap music, but and, and again, I, I, I can't say this enough. I was five, you know, what I mean, so I, I don't really know what was in my mind then, but I do know that just seeing a group that can do all the things you would expect with a group that looks like them, but then play this classical music, it just made the diverse, music. yeah, very diverse, and I just remember that just stuck out like. Every band can't do that, you know. What I mean, like I didn't, I didn't hear Valley do that, and Valley probably could, you know. Like a lot of HBC programs can do that, but it just seeing them do that at a high level and for memory, it just stood out. Like I want to be a part of that. They look like me. They're doing different things, and knowing what I know now and the musician that I am, you know, like I, that was the touching point of classical music. But it was just something that just stuck out to me then. Just something that they did, um, and then as I followed them throughout when they would play Tiger San Pedro or different types of music, mm -hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? That just always stood out to me way more so than Cold Hearted Snake or whatever. Like that's whatever. Mm -hmm. But what drew me to Jackson State was that stuff. If it was other, if it was anything else, I would probably went to some other schools. Wow. Man, I had a thought, but I'm, I'm gonna hold it. 
Because I'm not gonna hold it. Kevin, I appreciate I appreciate you saying that. Because what you just said, I promise I'm making sure. What you just said, it it what that did was to me, it resonated in me and my brain how Jackson State University, the Sonic Boom of the South, is more than just Jackson State University, the Sonic Boom of the South. Because when you hear the Sonic Boom of the South, you're thinking about get ready. You're thinking about black and blues. You're thinking about March. You're thinking about mm. dancing in the field. Most people, not everybody. Mm. But for you to speak on, okay, we, we play marches and we have a symphonic band and we, we're musicians. Like we do more than just dance and boogie on the field. That right there, what you just said, it hit me somewhere and I'm done. I'm going to stop right there so I can appreciate I appreciate that information that you just shared because that's major. Like, I don't think I've ever in my life heard anybody say, you know, the fact that this school has some great musicians, which we always do, is what drew you. Mm, that's different. That's a different style. Like, I like that. I like that. I'm sorry. No, that's, 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 that's being real. I don't know. Right. I know I may be cut from different cloth, but that was just my attachment to the boom of just seeing that stuff. And then as I grew up, you know, I... It ain't, it ain't like now we can just watch YouTube every Saturday and oh they play this song oh they go that Kendrick Lamar song oh you know like you, you can keep up with it it was let me find this random obscure wave file on Bandhead or Fifth Quarter <laughs> like oh I heard Big Ballin or oh I heard that but you know as you just followed as a fan mm-hmm. you start seeing that stuff and then for me it was like yeah yeah I, I don't want to say any other names of schools I'm friends with a lot of people but you know you don't hear X school play this but Jack they play that. Or you don't hear, or or they try it, but it's not executed as well. Right. You know, it's like they're doing it to a means, but you hear the musicianship, you hear the musicality. Heck, uh, Jackson State was it ninety five, I believe it was playing. Um, Papa was a Rolling Stone with the tubas and the brass. Like you know, it's just mm-hmm. all those little moments you just pick up on. Like everybody can't just do that, and they can't execute it the way Jackson State did back then. Or even arrangements like "I'm Your Baby" and like "Heck Swoop." You know, like look at the stuff that Paul Adams put in that music. Like, you know, they look at like, oh, it's F minor and it's loud, but there's technique, there's finesse. Like, the boom could play close the door and just groove, you know what I mean? Or I go on and on with songs, but like your average band that's like Jackson State couldn't do that. Jackson State could groove with the best, they can crank with the best, they can, it's showmanship and entertainment. Like, Mm-hmm. Yes, sign me up. Shut up and take my money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what drew me. <laughs> Man, I love it. This is awesome. I love Man. it. Right, I, exactly. <laughs> well, look, I was about to say, so what did you take from being in the boom? What did you do? What is, but, <laughs> but, um, you took a lot. Give it to him. Give it to him. But, but you know what? That's good. That's good, don't you? Like, yes. Like, like it's, so, it's, it's, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, no, you go. No, no. You go. Well, I'm no. gonna go then. Kevin, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm I'm in Tampa, Florida. Um, I uh, I'm a, I'm an administrator in a middle school, and I'm pro music, uh, band, orchestra, chorus. Like, I love all that stuff. Um, and a couple of months ago, um, I I got a text message from one of my um, somebody I used to work with and and they and they text me and it was like hey do you know do you know Kevin Jones and I was like yeah yeah I know I, I know I, I lied because because this is the first conversation that we really 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 had but like like I still I feel boom connected and I know that you boom 
man, we don't, we, we don't, we like, we like life brothers, bro. Yes, yeah, family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, there's like, oh, he's at this conference and he's speaking and he's at LSU and like, and he told us that he was from Jackson State and I was like, yeah, Jackson State. I, I, you know, like we've been the stuff. You know, yeah. like, and I've been because in my office it got Jackson State stuff all over. So they like, like, hey, do you know this guy? Like, man, what is it that is a part of you that resonates with? with everybody that make them want to be a part of what you're doing because the people that i was talking to because it was more than one it was like three four people that was texting me like oh this dude from jackson state like he legit like i like y'all been trying to tell y'all this <laughs> for ages that we are legit this is this this is before everything that you know before the abc before the espn like we've been legit like the boom has been real what is it about you, Kelvin, that um, that people resonate to? I don't know if I know the answer to that. Uh, no, you got to answer that. <laughs> own it, own it. I pay people well. There you go. I honestly think um, I don't know if necessarily gets to the, the heart of your question, but I do feel like my dad being in the military, I had to travel a lot. So mm -hmm. you learn how to adjust. Um, you know, if you don't, you know, what I mean, then you just kind of get sideways you don't really acclimate to what's going on so not but but in the same vein um i don't think that a person would say that kelvin has changed because of his surroundings like i'm still me um like i still when people ask where you're from depending on if i'm in baton rouge so you're from lsu i say i'm from jackson university located in jackson mississippi if you're from the school with blue and gold or yellow or southern i'm like i am from the jackson state university like there's there's no muting of my background and that's something my grandfather taught me at an early age of never shy away from who you're from or who you are and so um so i, I don't know i feel like I, I can go in any room and have a conversation with anybody just based on my experiences uh like I, I i alluded to earlier like when i was in hawaii i was in high school there at the same time as this popular musician named peter hernandez most people probably don't know who peter hernandez is but he goes by the stage name bruno mars yeah. uh we were there at the same time um, you know, not knowing obviously who this guy was gonna be, uh, uh, let alone what I would be, right? And that was just somebody we called like the Hawaiian Elvis was sang at the Polynesian Culture Center. My best friend's girlfriend sang background form, and people would make fun of this dude, like who's this dude with his hair who's like four feet tall. Now, now lo and behold, this dude's like in Vegas, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, he's making it in life, but it's just all these different experiences that open me up to kind of be able to have a conversation kind of with anybody. But at the same time, being true to who I am. I um, mean, if you don't like that, that's that's your problem. It ain't mine. Mm -hmm. oh, man. I'm giving you flowers, man, man, because you, um, you did it, man. You did it. Mm -hmm. You know, like like people resonate towards you and um, people like they, they, they feel that they have like... Um, you know, uh, a connection to you. Um, and I know that your students, um, they, they feel that and, they, and it resonates with them. Um, you're doing some, some great work, man. And oh, like, like, it. like I said, I'm, 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 a pre I'm, I won't say I'm appreciative of it, but like, I, I really, um, I, I'm proud of the work that you're doing. No, because I appreciate like, that. Like, like, like people mm -hmm. are like they, 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 they're leaning in towards the work that you're doing. So, like that, That's you right. know, you being, you, you being, you know, the boom. Like, 
it, it, it connects us all. Like I'm saying, when I'm getting text messages and stuff like that, like, hey, do you know this person right here? Like, like yeah, I'm lying. I'm like, yeah, I know this dude. Like, yeah, yeah he's like, my brother. <laughs> no, that's better than folks like texting you like, I have zero clue who this person is. I've never heard yes. of him in my life. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, like I know of you, but like, like knowing you, you're like, like it's like, oh, yeah, he, I know you good people. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. And some of that comes, a lot of that comes from the boom. Um, like there's a there was a scenario with me at LSU where I was still trying to figure me out. Like I knew who I was, but it's this assimilation factor of there before me in this in this space, there hadn't been a person that looked like me in this space. So, you know, it, it goes back to all right, I'm in this new role, and this is when I was an assistant director of like how I I can see what success is based on people my predecessors. But none mm -hmm. of them look like me. So it's like, all right, do I then change some things about me so I can then mm -hmm. find this track of success to be successful there? You know, so oh. I, was at a, I was at a unique spot at one point and I had a meeting with our basketball coach, Will Wade. And mm -hmm. we were talking about stuff and I was just meeting with him to see like what were some things he would like to see music wise in the game? Because I still have the boom mindset of it's strategic. All right. I imagine like a battle. All right. Zero quarter. All right. They're going to play this. So we need to come back with this or, oh, we know they're going to play this. So actually we have this together. So I'm still thinking strategically in my head and long story short, he made a comment of the first game they were playing was against Alcorn. And he went from like Alcorn, stuff like that. He's like, Oh, you from Texas state? You from the Sonny boom? I was like, yeah, coach, you know, I'm through it through Sonny boom. He's like, we want some of that in our games. And so that just ah. kind of resonated from like, all right, let me bring, you know, obviously LSU is not going to be Jackson state, but what a, are, what are some showmanship elements we can bring? Maybe that's music. Maybe that's certain things we can do. And then when I became director of Tiger Band, I started incorporating some of those same things to where now, because the kids listen to this music already, to where now some of my colleagues are saying like, man, LSU's got swag about them. You know, and it's just, I ain't saying mm -hmm. this for me, but it's just, we'll play Kendrick Lamar. We'll play Lil Wayne. We'll play Kanye West. Next. Say stupid stuff around it. You know what I mean? But We'll do that. Neck. Neck. Yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> Neck. So um, that's just part of my background of what can we do to entertain and get the players on the field hype and our students hype. That, but that's all direct derivative of being in a boom when we would play Neck and the show and all of that stuff. So same kind of Man. mindset. Man, that is um, that is beyond amazing. You know, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate your journey, just me personally. You know, and you know, like always, every time we do this, it's like the time just goes away so fast, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say, like we always say, we gotta bring you back because I know there are more stories that you have, more things that you can share. Just, just your your journey, your journey by itself, even before you got to the boom, but the the musical journey that you were actually on before you even got to the boom is an amazing journey. Just, just to hear that, man. So kudos to you for that, man. So look. Kev, look, man, real quick, not real quick, but kind of quick, man, do you have any like shout outs, parting words, encouragement, hey, how you doings, or anything that you want to share? We're going to, we want to bring it to a close, man, because the time is, the time has tipped up on us. So do you have any like parting words and things you want to share? Somebody you want to shout out, some people you want to shout out, or if not, just something that's on your mind, that's on your heart, sir. Uh, I guess I, I didn't get a chance to say it, you know, what I was on, you know, y'all, I mentioned Tron Falk. I was also 
um, a member of the Bloody Other Five chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Attorney Incorporated, Jackson Come State. Come on, A5. Come on, A5. A little former life, you know, even for the AD <laughs> people out here. Um, but, but no, um, I would just say for those out there, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you know, you have a Jackson State affinity there, and Jackson State is special. And it's been unique for these past few years because the world through a different lens has had a certain lens on Jackson State. And now that that lens may not be there, they may try to devalue what it is. But if I'm a walking testament, I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for the experiences, for the education, for the relationships that I had at Jackson State. There are people I still talk to to this day. Like, Danielle reached out. I didn't talk to her in a minute. She's like, Hawaii. I was like, oh, I know this ain't spam. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> connecting moments and connecting points to where I have literally developed relationships spanning this year would be 20 years um from my time being in the boom maybe complaining you know cranking a chase or playing the show for the umpteen time you know but <laughs> those touch points connect people and they connect people generations there are people from the 80s before me or even the students is about to join the band now like you're jack state's a real deal you know it's the reason we say d with our chest out uh is special and safeguarding those special things but not losing sight of how special it is to be at 1400, you know, J.R. Lynch Street. It's, it's, it's an amazing time. Absolutely. Thank you, Kelvin. You have been amazing guests. I'm so excited to uh, for our, everyone to listen to this. And I'm just thankful that you agree to do it in such short notice. And I haven't even reached out to you and I don't know how long. No, so it's all love. If, if it was some other people, I'd be like, uh, I don't know, I'm busy. You know, talking <laughs> shit. Remember show, man. I appreciate it. Uh, it's man. all love. It's man, all we're, we're, we're rooting for you, man. Like, 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 I have no reason to root for LSU, but like, when I see LSU on the TV and they play in South Carolina, I'm like, I have my boy Kelvin there. Like, I'm rooting for LSU. It goes without saying, I'm fans of y'all too. You know what I mean? Like, y'all do a great job, even from back in the day. Like, it's sometimes you have those old heads where it's like, oh gosh, you know, scum of the earth, and y'all aren't that at all. Like, y'all, y'all are killing it. So, thanks y'all for what y'all do. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you, Kelvin. All right, y'all. So this concludes another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. This is Band Sessions with the Boom. We had our special guest. All our guests are special. But today we have our special guest, Mr. Kelvin Jones. Thank you, Kelvin, once again. We are signing off. Let me get my pom pom. Hold on. Give me my pom pom. <laughs> yeah all right y'all that's it appreciate y'all for tuning in until next time peace out love it <laughs>